0: Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Fuck, I forgot to think of something to say. Uh, Stace Babcock.
1: Uh, Samson forgot something to say. Alex Finn. Stace pointed out Samson forgot something to say.
0: And Marietta Jones.
2: Well, I'm having just a lovely evening. Thanks for asking.
0: <laughs> oh, fucking combo break. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so, let's see. Who remembers what happened last time? This time I'm going to pick on Samson. Oh, shit. Um, so,
3: last time, I got into visual distance of Shalomus, but it was still about two days away, but then stopped Chacha from screaming Destiny and just fucking booking it towards it. Nyx and Jeski at the command of Talia run ahead and keep up with her. Dilly tries to do a run, but it's fucking evil, so he stops after he throws up. Anyway, uh, Cha-Cha eventually needs to rest, but Talia and Dilly get attacked by war moths three miles back. Dilly tries to help with Cossack Storm, kills the moths, but also fucks up Talia a little bit. My bad. Although I did give you a speed I spent two ciphers on you so
2: You did. You did. I really appreciate that speed heal. I didn't really get to say that enough, but I want you to know that that speed heal was clutch. Thank you.
3: Also, Natalia has a, a face car now, so It's gnarly. Hell yeah. Seeing giant blobs of caustic liquid get thrown around in the distance. Cha-cha Nixa, and Jeski come back. Some tension created between Nixon and Natalia. That was fun. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Yeah,
3: because...
4: Every episode.
3: Party was split, even though Nyx is all like, hey, let's be a family as one.
1: <laughs>
3: then we split the party.
1: That's how we roll. That is this campaign. We're going it- <laughs> to change the name of the podcast to split the party.
2: <laughs> also known as Salt Campaign.
3: <laughs> anyway, after that, uh, we travel a little bit, make camp. Or I think we're about like a day away from Shalmas. Because we had to walk, because running, someone decided to do that. During that camp, Dilly had a dream. He had a dream that he was in the warehouse, and he was hearing Asidra talk to Aces, who now has a cane. Apparently they had got the uh, glyph device worked out. Although Asidra is frustrated that all this trouble has been had over Dilly. They can turn it on, but they don't know quite how it works. The machine, that may also be Dilly, I don't know, Dreams, uh, can talk... But like, clicky sounds, and, yeah, that's where Dan ended it.
1: Which Asudra, if that's her name, understood, which seems interesting. Did she understand it? Like, she understood the clicky language, I
0: think. I don't think it was clear to Dilly one way or the other if she understood it or not. Okay. And she didn't clearly do either, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's where we ended it. So, Dilly, I would say you wake up in a cold sweat in the morning. That's fair. Oh, shit. Fucking running dreams. This would probably be during Italia's watch.
2: What's going on? I
3: I think the running stressed me out. It's a
2: uh, nightmare. Yeah?
1: What was it about?
3: I,
2: uh... odds.
3: No. No. Um, I had a dream. I was back in the warehouse... Where I was building the automaton for the house, and I heard a Cidra talk about like they got the uh, glyph object thing, cipher artifact words, whatever that was to work. And that, uh, okay. yeah, they unlocked the automaton, but they don't know how it works yet. So I, uh,
2: seems like really kind of specific, actually. That seems like less dream-like and more like memory like. I,
3: don't remember that happening, so
2: I know, but like dreams are fucking weird, man, and that seems like a thing that definitely easily could happen.
3: yeah, nightmare it's probably just my uh, subconscious I don't... projecting
2: well, your subconscious is an anomaly that's very specific and situational, so maybe there's something else. Tell me more about this automaton thing, Bob do you have any special capabilities do you have any Connection to it uh,
3: I mean I've been working on it for over a year, mostly just working on like interfacing it with a larger body i I discovered the night that I locked it up and ran away that it was uh, connected to a weapon systems that I had no idea they were adding to it but
2: was it supposed to have like its own consciousness or like what were you going for with it as far as like it's you said it was trying to communicate or something
3: um so what was I was given? What I know I was working on was a uh, relentless reaper, but like a very variation of it, a variation of the metal mind that stores all its processing and uh, like thinking, basically. And I was hired basically to get it to work in a new body. They kind of kept me sequestered in that narrow space for most of the project.
2: Okay. Well, um, what does it mean if what you dreamed was real? Like, what does it mean if that's, like, really what happened? Just hypothetical, you know. I had,
3: like, a half hour at most when I found out what they were doing, what they had brought into this automata. Um, So I kind of, not quite this, just because it gets a little weird when you're talking about, like, the capacity of robots. But I kind of chopped it up and locked its portions behind different glyphs. So Okay. Yeah. That just kinda of scrambled its brain in a way. Kind of messed with the architecture of it, made it hard to decipher what was going through. So if
2: So wait, 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 wait. How did you do the glyphs? Is that like an esoteric thing or, or what? Like is there's is there some connection between you and these glyphs?
3: Uh no the glyphs were basically like an encryption that I was able to do just like within the space of the Metal Mind. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't that's just basic automation I learned from my master.
5: Okay,
3: but if hypothetically this dream was true, i I guess they unlocked all of the capabilities of the automata, but they're still having trouble controlling it. So I guess they haven't descrambled the uh, metal Minds architecture.
2: Okay, right, And how long did they have with it to do the glyphs? I'm just wondering if we could project like how long until they hypothetically would have full control over this thing
3: i have no idea i it's wild that they even found something to decode the glyphs that i didn't think were decodable at all because i just basically made those up on the spot so that's wild but they have resources i can't even imagine so i could be tomorrow could be a year from now could be never so yeah i maybe they'll find another object to fix their problems maybe they won't i have no idea i definitely scrambled that thing with the intention that you can't unscramble it, so.
2: No, yeah, but you also glyphed it with the intention to not have it unglyphed, so. Yeah. Seems like that artifact um, could do a lot.
0: Yeah. Dilly, from what little you saw of the plan in Mama Jaren's, it's, uh, as long as the artifact didn't deplete, it could do more than just decode a glyph. Shit.
2: But how could they have used that artifact? Doesn't Mama Jaren have it? Or did they use it and then try to sell it?
1: Uh, no. One was missing. That's why Dilly Power washed the floor with vomit.
2: Oh, right. Yeah.
0: One had been accessed yeah. already, and Polos had been contracted to go to the warehouse to work on a project. A prefab project where they already had the supplies. That's why we had to leave,
3: because Polos wasn't dead. He was off somewhere.
2: Right.
1: When he gets home. <clears throat>
2: he's gonna be unhappy, but he's gonna be alive, so... I just don't see him surviving that fight.
1: We hadn't. Oh, I meant the re locks. So. Yeah,
2: They <laughs> did that.
1: At this point, I would say
0: Nix and cha are probably starting to stir because it is dawn.
2: Ugh. Well, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe that was just a dream, but it seems awfully specific.
3: Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's just stress. Like I've never had a dream like that, seeing what's happening somewhere else. That's Crazy. That was in, like, fairy tales. That doesn't happen to me.
2: You know what else is crazy? This entire situation. And the ninth world. And you expect... Yeah, anyway. It's an artifact, man.
3: Yeah. I, it was weird that I experienced a dream from, I guess, the perspective of the metal mine. That's odd.
2: Well, maybe you should think about, is there a way to explain it from a rights perspective, not just some weird dream shit?
3: I don't know. I... I'm not carrying a device. I don't know. Anything. I would need a nano to explain what's going on. (laughs) is
2: just like, she just blinks at him.
1: (laughs) Sun don't rise with that kind of shade.
3: (laughs) Dilly will stare at Italia just like in that silence. And then a literal light bulb appears above his head. Oh, fuck. You're a nano. Explain this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Could with the information that Dilly's given me, could I like explain it via like numenera basis, or try to comprehend it?
0: Give me a fifteen understanding numenera role.
2: Okay, which I'm trained in, and I will definitely spend a level of effort because it is peculiar. Mm-hmm.
1: Seventeen.
0: It certainly sounds suspicious. You would probably have to scan him to figure out if there's anything that's really happening here versus just his dream versus just like a random anxiety
2: dream. How do you feel about a scan just to see, you know, if there's something I picked up some things with Nix, you know, why couldn't there be something here?
3: Do you think I'm abhuman?
2: I don't think you're abhuman. I just am curious if there's something going on with your energy. You know, there could be a bunch of different things. All
3: right. Uh,
0: Do I need to do anything? I need to like,
2: this lay there. All
0: right. It's a typical Reiki session. You just pay in advance.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Be gentle. This is my first time.
1: (laughs) Italia
2: will walk over and do the thing.
0: Once again, like before, this smoke seems to exude from your hands and surround Dilly. Dilly, you can see this smoke kind of surround you for a moment, um, but you don't see what happens next. Italia sees the motes of light in this smoke circle around through your body and they sort of go through as if they're going through all the veins and vessels of Dilly's body and then they come out almost in a single beam to Italia's mind. And Italia, you know these things from it. Dilly is human, Dilly has a lot of knowledge. One thing you pick up Dilly's health is not great. I mean, he's not sick or anything like that, but, like, he definitely needs more cardio. He's at risk at some point in the future if he doesn't get more cardio. You know, he really needs to spend some time on that if he wants to avoid future health complications. (laughs) The other thing that you've noticed is that it's not like Nyx. It's not as pervasive as Nyx. But there is something there. And Dilly, like any person of the Ninth World, definitely has nanites inside him. And certainly anybody who's of a certain, like, explorer type, like you guys, has nanites in them. But he definitely has some that are tied to something else. You don't really have words for this in, I don't know how nanos would think of it in the Ninth World. You've come across a phrase in your studies, you've never seen an example of it before, of something called spooky action at a distance. (laughs) Individual, like, from what you've read, subatomic particles that interact with each other over great distances. It's not clear how it happened, but there's definitely something there that is more active than just, say, a normal subatomic particle. It's something that's tied to something very specific, And if you had to guess, based off of your previous Numenera Raul, there is something that's connecting him to this device. It's not particularly strong. It's more like a a remnant from exposure to it and working so closely with it. And that's what you get.
2: Okay. Well, good news. You're not an abhuman.
3: Oh, all right. No offense, Nix.
2: Also good news... Your intellect is heckin' high, man. Congratulations.
3: Uh, thanks.
2: You should probably work out. I'm just saying, like, maybe think about cardio a little bit more. I think all this traveling might
4: be good for you.
2: But most importantly, you know how, like, you're right, you have these abilities, and it's because of nanites.
4: Okay. Okay.
2: Yes, yes. Well, some of your nanites have a connection to something further away. And based on your dream, it seems like that would be the automaton, perhaps? I can't tell exactly, but uh, this sort of thing would be from exposure, and you spend a lot of time with it, like a year. So nanites are weird, man. I mean, like, I kind of think that there's something there with that for me and Jeski, too. Now it's just—I think it's something that we don't appreciate enough studying Numenera. You know.
3: How long have you had Chesky?
2: Oh well, I don't mean like the the like exposure part, but just like the nanite connection. I, I don't know. There's 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 always more to. I'm gonna stop talking now. Anyways, that's my hypothesis. That's what the scan says. At least some of your nanites are connected to something. Okay. Okay. And it's not, like, super strong, so it might make sense that it would be, like, a dream thing and not, like, a consciousness 24-7 thing.
3: So then why now? Why?
2: Is this the first dream like this you've had? Yeah.
3: Oh, probably because it's unlocked recently. Fuck. I can never go back to Tremont. Alright. Shit.
2: Don't you feel like you have to go back to fix it?
3: I, I don't. They seem to be doing fine without me. I would probably be just get Crushed. By deuces, I think that's why they keep them around.
2: You don't have any like emotional attachment to this automaton, is what you're saying? Uh,
3: I mean, intellectually, like I have a, I would love to study it and see what, like, just pure that academic sense. Yeah, but it's that's not really an option. It's being used for something else, so I'd rather not.
2: It just seems like a thing that could change, hypothetically speaking.
3: But yeah, I could probably change it, but. We'd have to get past the Nixos, and that's probably not going to happen, so...
2: We're getting stronger and have more allies now. I don't know. Don't write anything off. Things are changing too quickly to make any of those decisions. You make everything so concrete, and I think it's because of your fear, and you should probably stop that.
3: Okay, I'll just stop being scared. I'll just stop that
0: right now. and Done. Got it. <laughs> uh, Samson, you sound like me with my therapist. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I, like, I, I understand being afraid. I'm also afraid, but you gotta stop letting it dictate all of your reasoning. You're supposed to be all right, right? You're, like, into how this all works, like, concretely. And fear is not concrete, you know what I'm saying? Like, be open to other options, even if you're afraid of them.
3: I, I don't see another option. Like, these are people that can just fucking decode glyphs that should not be able to to be decoded.
2: Because of the artifact they have, because of the artifact that we have a connection to, if you recall.
3: Like the same connection that this, with the thing?
2: Well, I mean, Mom and Jaren. So, wait, okay, let me clarify. Are there two copies of this artifact?
3: Uh, so the object had, was basically like a repository for different plans, and that uh, the Nixos accessed, and then okay, with Polos was able to recreate it.
2: Okay, but they don't have the artifact anymore, so the artifact would still have those plans.
3: Yeah. We don't know if there's other stuff in there.
2: Exactly. But we we know, Mom and Jaren, so there's at least one connection there. I'm not saying we'll ever see it again, but there is a possibility that that could happen.
3: It's a very slim possibility. That's,
2: But it's never going to be possible if you don't, like, seek that. If you're just like, oh, man, that's too hard and scary and improbable, so we're not going to try it. Are you ever going to, like, progress or learn things that way? Is that how you approach, like the right activities of building the automaton?
3: Well, for one thing, with the automaton, my life wasn't at stake.
2: But it was! The whole time! You were working for the Nixos!
3: I didn't really know that until, like, that night. Well...
2: But the the thing is, there are so many things that you should be horribly afraid of that you're not aware of, and then you're letting that fear, once you're aware of it, impact... I don't know. Like, I, I understand, Dilly, but... <laughs> things are changing here drastically you are not in the position you were in a month ago you know two months ago even this is very different and if you keep thinking the way you were thinking before you're never going to get past this and you're so intelligent you're capable of so much you had that crazy dream last night the connect like that showed you that connection there's so much possible and because of your fear you're just saying no like, that should have made you so excited. It should be like, oh my gosh, how is this a thing that exists? But instead you're like, ah, no, I'm just not going to investigate that any further. Nope.
3: My life is the only thing I really have left at the moment. You bring it up on a right, but I'm not much of a right if I don't have a workshop. And they've taken that.
2: This could be more than that.
3: I I don't have any family. The, I don't have anything left for me in Sherman, so...
2: not either. Yeah. But we'll see. I just don't think it's over with that. And I think it's just just think about it. Just think about it. We've got a lot of walk still to do. We've got plenty of time. Just give yourself some room to, to, to like play in that space. See what's going on there, you know? Alright. Because that, taking care of that situation, could also give you a potential place to work again. Yeah.
3: It's still a whole systemic crime syndicate that we need to to remove and then that's gonna be
2: I mean, Nix is a snake at this point anything's possible
0: Jessica gives a big yawn and goes over to a rock and starts pissing
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, I wish I could just lift my leg and pee, you know, dude's have it so easy, I gotta pull my pants like all the way down and expose myself to the world and then somebody always shows up
3: oh, I don't know how to respond to that one, that's <laughs> way above my head <laughs>
0: So, like I said, Nixon and Cha-Cha probably woke up for most of the last part of that conversation.
4: Cha-Cha yells out, get a funnel. There's a reason why when you travel, you keep a funnel.
2: Is that the secret? Yes. Yeah. Y'all didn't tell me the secret! Now I know! Oh, I gotta get me a funnel when we're in, Shalmas.
1: It's not as great as it sounds. You probably know that. Could you just get, like, a big leaf? Just kind of... You
3: know,
2: I was going to say taco,
3: but that felt bad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They make plastic versions of those, actually. Yeah.
0: Moving on. Um, (laughs) Classic and synth. (laughs) One thing before we do
3: move on, this has given Dylan a lot to think about, and also the dream and scarring Natalia has given him a clarity, and he is going to advance
0: and get an edge. Mmm. Aww. Love that. So you're putting an edge in intellect, I assume.
2: Character growth. Awesome. <laughs>
0: okay, so it's morning. Do you guys move on? Do you change direction completely? Just decide, fuck it. We're gonna go to Draeholis instead.
2: Like, oh, Daniels. Carefully laid plan. We're just gonna.
0: Yeah, you think that. so? <laughs>
4: <laughs> ChaCha makes to power walk towards Shalmis, but like looks at Nick's, like, yeah. We're Going
1: this time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys up to power walking? I tell you what, it's more of a workout than you think. Uh,
2: just a little bit faster than yesterday,
1: you know. Just give
2: it a shot, just try.
1: Fine, you gotta use your hips, Dilly.
2: Gotta swing them.
3: <laughs> Tries to swing his hips, and just his whole torso
0: goes with it with shoulders. And <Yeah>.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's got it. God, now
0: I need to see, like, a gif of Dilly salsa
3: dancing. <laughs> the whitest thing you've ever seen.
1: Mm, I would be here for it.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Dilly's so... hips do lie. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: not that way.
0: Okay, so it does take you most of a day to get to Shalmas. It's fairly well fortified, but, you know, it's, it's a city. Like, it's not closed off there are walls that surround it but for the most part the gates are open as long as you're not like obviously like a horde of abhumans coming to attack them or a foreign army like the guards will let you through into shawmas
2: what
1: about one abhuman
0: well nyx isn't obviously an abhuman except for the fact that she's got green hair
1: she had pink hair before.
0: Yeah, and you can't really tell that it's scales on her hair unless you look really closely, especially since it's not particularly long yet. But as you guys come into Shalmas, you see it's it's quite a big city. I mean, this is a, one of the other major cities of Navarine. You know, it's a home for one of the many universities, well, one of the three big universities of Navarine. There's one in... Charmant, there's one in Shalmas there's one in Bodrov and there's probably lesser schools elsewhere but they're not like they're not really accredited shall we say
2: No those kind of don't transfer
0: Yeah so Nix, this this is very familiar to you you know Shalmas pretty well and you went to school here for uh, how many years did you go to school here before you went and joined the the Benevolent Society
1: Um I think that Nick graduated
0: so let's say it's a three-year program. Okay. Especially since to get into the universities here, you had to have studied pretty hard. You would have had to learn in advance, like which honestly, your parents took care of for the most part. Oh yeah.
4: Um, oh yeah. Yeah,
0: there there were some palms
4: greased.
0: <laughs> but there's a lot of legacies that go through the university systems, the various uh, colleges. But still, like you know, you got there and. Nyx isn't lazy. Like she did what she needed to do, but the the city is it's it's quite busy. There's uh, a lot of trade going on as you come in. Like when you're coming in, like the first place you encounter is the market square. However, there's also and to Nyx this is no big deal because she spent three years here. But there are also in addition to all the people milling about the market, there are also strange semi-transparent figures of both human appearance and very non-human appearance going through various motions, like almost on a repeat. Like you'll see some humans kind of meeting there and they look like young lovers. And presumably when they're meeting is a different time of day because they're meeting as if they're all alone and they're finding space uh, next to a stall where they can essentially make out together and kiss um, away from their families. And then you also see stranger creatures, creatures that you don't recognize as figures from the ninth world, creatures with tentacles or creatures that are almost like some sort of polygon more than anything else, kind of going through some sort of pattern or transaction in the midst of the square, almost acting as if they're somewhere else. There's not a lot of detail. But I would say Cha-Cha, in particular, this is a very confusing situation for you because these half-phased echoes of Shawlness, they're extremely hard to differentiate from the horrors. It takes you a little bit to figure out that these are just shades repeating actions that they did before. Because everything about them registers to you the same way that you usually see the horrors. Like, it's almost like it takes serious concentration and context to figure out what's an actual independent autonomous horror like you're used to seeing versus the echoes that are within the city. Hmm. It's somewhat disorienting.
4: Yeah, I think is going to have that, like, mile wide kind of glazed over look on her face for a while while she's trying to figure it out and then she's gonna to turn to nix and kind of just be make the hands up i need a ride again
1: and be like this oh, nix kneels down like all right get up here what are you trying to see are you trying to see something
4: no the, the horrors are wrong here and there's too many of them i have a headache i need a ride
1: yeah yeah i i get I get you right ChaCha. I no worries but uh these are these are uh you're talking about the the echoes they're wrong horse. we should get rid of them i I don't know that we can ChaCha. I think they're just kind of like memories. There's this really cool one that's by this fountain I used to hang out at. It's like you could see part of a pretty good fight. don't know how it ends though, so that's like a little disappointing, but you know if you're there at the right time, you can catch it
4: but they're like stuck there forever doing the same thing over and over. Oh, do you think they're like alive? Yeah, they're sa-
2: same level as the horrors.
1: Oh shit. Yo Talia, what do you think of these echoes? Do you think they're still alive? Um,
2: I'd the numenera base at all? It would be, you yeah. know.
1: All right, um, can I make an
2: understanding numenera roll to try to comprehend what's going on with these shades?
0: Sure, your target is a 27.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> not a clue man <laughs> not a clue my dude it's pretty spooky though it does seem like it might be Numenera but I don't that's way above my do favorite. you
1: have a book of Numenera and can you spend like two levels of effort to get that below a?
2: <laughs> I do have a book of understanding Numenera I could spend two levels of
1: effort yeah and cha-cha's a nano
0: so... and the Gaming award uh... for this session goes to <laughs> <laughs>
1: What is that? What
2: would it be if it was three levels lower?
0: If it was three levels lower. Bring it to an eighteen.
1: <laughs> Why not? Maybe Cha Cha could help. She's a nano. I, I don't have know three
2: assets.
3: <laughs> Actually, Dilly help is. Oh no, you have three assets. Never mind.
1: No, you're expending two levels of effort. That's different than having an asset. And the
2: understanding of Numenera
1: is it? That, that's one asset.
0: So that brings it down to an eighteen. If you're going to use the book, that's another asset. You can have a max of two assets. So that bring it down to a
2: 15. Which is what I just rolled. Really? Yes, that is exactly what I rolled. I said it earlier in the audio.
0: Okay. So so you spent four points of intellect, right?
2: Yeah, guys, I'm going to need a nap.
0: <sighs> yeah. Sorry, five points of <sighs> intellect. Five points of intellect.
2: Yeah. I hope we're not fighting anything.
0: <laughs> They're definitely Numenera-based. They are definitely repeating echoes of what they were. They are not, the things that they represent an echo of are not the same things as what they are. However, I will give you this. These echoes, for the short moment that they exist, are fully conscious, autonomous copies of whatever they were. And because they have the same memories, the same understanding of the world, they repeat the same choices over and over again. And then they fade away until it's time for them to come back. And then they're reinstantiated again at that same point, the same knowledge, and from their perspective, the same circumstances. And they make the same choices again and again and again.
2: I'll kind of say that really quietly while she like stares at them but like unfocused staring. She'll kinda of, like say it quietly. That's that's what it is.
4: Dang.
3: Oh, Welcome to show this. Look at our existential crises. Fuck.
4: Like as a player, I was hoping I was wrong with that statement. I was just going off what Chacha believes is happening, but I didn't wanna be right.
0: Natalia, it occurs to you. This is a pretty significant consideration because it means that species of many worlds all suffer from the same thing, that given the same memories and the same circumstances, they would always make the same choice, regardless of the consequences.
2: That's fucked up. So it is fate. It's fate. I think this proves that it's fate. I need to write, like, a whole dissertation on this. Maybe I could get a scholarship and go to school. Oh, my gosh. Do you think Sean
1: What? This isn't fate. This is Numenera. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going
3: to throw a snowball at you next time I see you.
2: <laughs> Fuck, man. Well, wow. that was interesting.
1: That's pretty dope, but like, kind of sad, I think.
2: Yeah, kind of sad is a good way to describe that.
1: Yeah
0: all of your faces right now
1: (laughs) Daniel that was so good like I can't even that's like my mind is blown yeah just fucking unlock the secret of Shalmas
3: (laughs) Figured it out let's go
1: (laughs) man I gotta tell that to my tutor Italia because that is definitely not what they told me if I see him here Uh,
2: well I don't have a formal education and haven't run proper experiments so they probably wouldn't listen to me anyway yeah
0: Incidentally, between that discovery as well as the journey across the lands, including taking an unfamiliar path, you we'll all have an additional two XP. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you know what that means? You know what
1: that means.
2: Sorry, yes. that, was, that was a little that was a little yes, yes, excitement. Yes yes, yes, yes. It's all because of you, Dilly. I would not be here without you today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: <laughs>
3: That's where things say.
2: Don't worry about it.
0: I'm just becoming more powerful. More powerful than (laughs) you can imagine.
2: Chacha's just snuggling, like, burying herself into
4: Nix's back because the confirmation of that knowledge, she just hates it.
1: Sorry, Chacha.
0: And definitely Chacha as a nano, it makes total sense to you. Like, when Natalia describes it that way, like, everything clicks into a logical place for you.
4: I guess she mutters, this is the world I must change. This is not right. This is why I had to hurry. I will burn the city
2: down and it will be fine. <laughs>
3: Did you say something, Chacha?
2: <laughs> There's more than one way to save a city. Oh, if burning it down is saving it.
1: Uh, me either. That's a really good point. Uh, shit, were we supposed to do something when we got here, guys? Do you remember?
2: go <laughs> <laughs> so we'll meet with our contacts. Yeah, Sala, Are the we? Yeah, let's go find. We're in the market, right? That's where merchants are. Let's find this bro, person, dude, lady, person. I don't know who this is. I mean,
3: this person is probably like the same organization as Mama Jaren. So, should we go to
2: the Guardians
4: of Night's Hope? Screen? Re- yell that in the middle of the place?
3: Damn. <laughs> I was thinking we go to a back alley and try to find a similar <laughs> office as Mama Jaren's. That's out of the way. And
0: does it involve people fucking yelling the name? God, what? (laughs) So Merrick would have given you, since Salah is a merchant, he would have given you the information about where to find their shop in Shalmas. Okay. And certainly as you go down, as you follow kind of like in general the path, it doesn't take you long to find a shop with a sign that says Salah's Curiosities. So you're all standing outside of Salah's Curiosities.
1: Guys, we just knock. Like, it's a shop. We just knock, okay? Or go in. If it's open. Then,
0: then do it. Go, no, go knock. It has an open sign.
1: Okay. All right. Let's go in.
0: Okay, so you go in. Um, it's pretty quiet in here. As you come in, you see a wide array of smaller oddities behind glass on the shelves. You know, there are a number of things. Uh, you'll see one that looks like it might have been like a, a saddle. But it's like the size of it is like as if it was a saddle that was supposed to be put on like a cat. Aww. You see a number of like smaller objects. It's harder to tell what their purpose is. And um, there's, of course, a, you know, a desk at the side. There are some There's a case that apparently probably has more valuable things, but you'd have to look closer. But as you walk in the door, there's a small, odd chime that seems to echo from every direction triggered by the door. And That's a fancy. short man walks out from behind. He's not as short as Dilly. He's about five three, but he's five three, blonde hair, very dark skin, sort of butterscotch eyes. And he comes out in this sort of you know gray dress and he's like, Ah yes, new customers. How can I help you? I have all variety of strange things from prior worlds here for sale what cyphers do you have oh that's oh wait i'm sorry right we're in a job serious
1: well i would actually kind of be interested in some cyphers that you may have but yeah we're here on a job from uh mama J.
0: mama J? oh who's mama jay, oh. mama jay. This guy?
1: does this guy not know mama Jaron?
0: Sure i i'm afraid i'm not familiar with that name
2: is this salah or
0: not, Salah. It's the only person you see in the shop.
1: Hey, are you Sala? Can I inside <laughs> check this person?
0: <laughs> you sure can. It will be a 12.
1: All right, and
2: I'm trained to detecting falsehoods, so if this dude's okay. lying...
0: Guess it's a so it would be 9.
2: That's an 11, which is not a...
0: <laughs> he's pretending not to know Mama J, but he looks a little nervous. Like, he's not sure who the de- who, what the deal is, who you guys
2: are are looking for a missing caravan?
0: I see that I I'm curious why you would come here. Like so Atalia, it's it's a Italia, it's clear to you that like he's lying, but it's because he doesn't know if you guys are legit or not.
2: Oh. Do we have like a secret symbol to show him or we something?
3: have Mama Jared scones. Let's Chach them.
2: I mean, probably at this point.
4: There is half a scone left. Like, ChaCha, like, holds up half a crusty-ass
1: scone.
2: Uh, do we have, like, a letter from Mama Jaren or something? No, Merrick didn't give you anything like that.
1: Ugh. Guys, like, Sala, we know that you're a contact for Mama Jaren and Merrick and Sharman, so, like, let's, let's talk. Like, we just need some direction. We're trying to recover this caravan.
0: Give me a 12 persuasion. 17. Slaw looks at you and says... Mama Sharon, you said? Yeah. And where did you say you were from? Sherman. Oh, the caller. Yes. Okay, well.
1: She might be a baller or a shot caller. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure.
0: He smiles. He's like, oh, she's definitely a caller. That's what she does. Yes. Uh, so I assume you hear about the the caravan itself. Very frustrating situation, that one.
1: Why? What's like? What's like going on? Have any information?
0: Well, we sent Clemuel to bring back the caravan, gave them a budget, and they left for Podrov to pick up the shipment and to bring it back. And Clemuel was the only one who showed up, and I haven't been able to get a straight answer out of her. I'm alone here at
1: the moment. So you think we should go talk to him? Where you got him?
0: She's staying at an inn. Seems to be trying to drink her cares away.
1: Ah.
2: Well, he doesn't know us, so...
0: No, she probably doesn't. I've tried to reach her, get information out of her, but... I haven't had much luck. And it's been problematic I need to report back in. But, shall we say, uncertainty is not looked upon fondly. So... I need more information before I can really report in and Clemuel has so far refused to give me any of the information that I seek.
1: Why not? Is he scared or is he a- ashamed? I don't know. When I've asked her to come meet with me, she's
0: refused. When I went to the inn to find her, she left and refused to talk to me. And as of this point I have not been authorized to use any more invasive techniques to get the information we
1: need. Yeah, I do prefer non-invasive techniques myself. Uh, So that's probably a good thing. Uh,
0: That makes sense, I'm sure. What did you refer to the cholera as Mama J? uh, She'd prefer that as well. Yeah, Mama J. Uh, I think Chacha has a question. This is Chacha, by the way. I'm next.
1: Where's Pedro? Slightly northwest.
0: Yeah, Bodorov is west-northwest, about 150 miles from Sholmes.
4: Is it on the map of places Cha-Cha can't go?
0: It is not on her map. She's heard of it, but she doesn't know exactly where it is.
4: Snakes probably got them. They're out in numbers right now.
0: Salah kind of just, like, smiles that sort of, like, blank smile that any person that deals with customer service might get at a point where they're asked where something is thrown in front of them that they don't <laughs> know how to respond to. And then they look back at uh, Nix and Natalia and say, so uh if uh she sends you, I am sure that that would be a high priority. I would deeply appreciate it that if she's sending you, that you'd be willing to maybe look into an additional matter for me.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Like... <laughs> We're on the same team, right?
0: Possibly.
1: Oh, are we not on the same team? Because that has me concerned that maybe I shouldn't have talked to you about Mama Jay. She
0: should
2: have been more explicit then.
0: Well, I guess the the question is, is... What is the door?
1: God damn it. Are we not on the same team? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you're contractors. Okay. Well, um...
1: Well... Listen, don't hold it against us, man. We're just trying to make a buck. You know what I mean. We're gonna help you. You're gonna help us.
0: Well, uh, don't me wrong. If you're if you're contractors, there's still money in it. There's somebody I need to track down, and they were supposed to have been here by now. Okay. They were supposed to be coming from the north, the far northwest, not Bodrov, somewhere else. And she uh, was always such a powerful. Person, I never expected anything but she was on her way here she should have been here by now she's always been incredibly reliable reporting in I've worked with her for years and I haven't been able to follow up to figure out what's going on because honestly I haven't had access to colleagues or reliable contractors to look into it for me but if a caller sent you here I could offer some funds to try to find out what's going on there. I mean, assuming that Clemmywell has hidden the caravan shipment somewhere in the city, which seems unlikely. Presumably, you'll have to leave the city anyway. So, if you could look into this, I would be very appreciative and be willing to offer some monetary compensation for it.
1: Hell yeah! Let's uh, let's talk numbers, dude. What you thinking?
0: Well. So they were somewhere between here and Bodrov. They were coming from the north. It's possible that they went through the Dark Hills and wanted the caravan. though I don't know if that's likely or not. Her name was Stanis, And she was coming back with a shipment from the Crystal Falls Skyfields to the north of the Steadfast. And she should have been here by now. I know that she was coming from the far northwest of it. She wouldn't have gone through Bodruff, She's too smart for that. But somewhere between here and there, she's at least a week overdue. That is not like her.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, what what rate are you thinking for this?
0: Well, two hundred shins apiece.
1: God, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I think you can do a little better than that.
0: Well, my discretionary budget only goes so far. What are you suggesting?
1: I don't know. Like. Two fifty a piece, you know. Make it around one thousand.
0: To okay, give me a persuasion roll, your target is twelve to start, but I believe you also have training, so that's nine. Correct.
1: Seventeen. Ooh, I
0: like this die. Fine. Two hundred fifty on delivery.
1: All right, you got it, man. And uh, we'll we'll try to get you some clarity as to what's going on with the Glenuel, so you can make your report.
0: Okay. Excellent. So, Cleywell, last I heard, was staying at the Magger's Beard, which is an inn on the western side of Shawness. And, Nyx, this rings a bell to you. It is, once again, it is a dive bar. It is not particularly great, but it is something that actually offers room and board, so it's not quite as down and out as the Queen's Platoon. It's not a great place. Like, as far as you remember from your college days... There's not much to remember it from, except that, it, like, if there was a show there, it was very cheap cover to get in.
1: Hell yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry, what was the name of it, Danielle? I missed it.
0: The Magger's Beard.
1: The Magger's Beard. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I know that place. Anything else that you think could help us before we go, or?
0: Well, Clem well is no contractor, so I'm deeply concerned that they're being so unresponsive.
1: Oh, I get it. He's like. In the club, and he's not acting like he's in the club.
0: She, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, well, that's fine. Nice. <laughs> we can't take you anywhere. <laughs> uh, sweet. She, thank you.
0: Now, I'm happy to do other business with you if you wish, if you have shins to spend.
1: I don't, but uh, <laughs> hello.
3: Uh, <laughs> Could, uh what uh, do you have any c- ciphers that we could maybe look at? Also, you said you couldn't uh you said you can't apply any invasive methods, but if those would happen to be on sale,
0: maybe things would go easier. I don't know. Dilly. Ooh, make a yeah. social roll of twelve Shit. Uh intellect, right? Yeah. Do you have any uh no. assets or hindrances on social? No, absolutely not. Although, uh, I also ran a shop for a couple of years. Uh, this, that, that's a good try, but this not wouldn't good. work for this. This is not typical shop business that you're asking for.
3: I, <laughs> I feel like Dilly's definitely had some experience with people just be like, hey, so uh, what if I could do this for less?
1: He knows what the markup is.
3: Uh, so, level of effort and intellect to lower this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, need nine, 14.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have I have ciphers. So, yeah, I have some items here. My lowest ciphers, to be honest, are 300 shins of pop at minimum. Do you have that amount of funds on you? Now, Dilly, with your 14, you will know that you can talk him down at least 100 shins on me. If I had 200 shins, I might be able to do that. How many shins does Zilly have? 180. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could try to negotiate further. You could know for sure that you can talk to him down 100 shins. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about trade ins or trades? Depends on what you're trading. Well, what do you have to trade for? What you got in stock? (laughs) At 300 shins, I have a few options. I have this item, links in the shelf at a smallish item. It's actually about the size of like a baseball with a button on it. It's like, this one affects time. Somebody who triggers it is they and their companions are, as long as they're all within a good range of each other, are instantly transferred some period into the future. I have uh, this spray. It's a fireproofing spray. If you spray it against any non living object, it has armor against fire damage for up to, up to three levels for 28 hours. And then I also have a Corrosive Swarm. It's a t- group of tiny machines that attacks for, when you release it, and attacks for a number of random period of time. Anyone within their cloud just suffers damage. So mechanically, Dilly, all of these are level three. So when he's talking about damage, he's talking about three levels of damage. Redamage. Roughly
3: speaking, a cipher that's worth, like, 100 chins is level one, and then it kind of goes up in levels of 100. About that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. What about Numenera plans? Any of those in stock? Those are a little bit more outside my area of expertise. You might be better off checking out a right for those kinds of things.
5: All right. Does
0: Dilly have any oddities?
3: I do, but they're kind of lame. What are they? One's an object that just kind of forms a little bit of salt on the bottom, and then the other one's an antiperspirant crystal.
1: Depending on how hard salt to, is to get, that could be really good. It's,
0: remember Samson, in the ancient world, like soldiers were paid in salt. Yeah.
1: But don't give
4: up the crystal. Dilly might stank.
0: And Dilly does that every morning. He just rubs his whole body with that crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly never sweats, he just pants. <laughs> It's why you can't run very far. He overheats very quickly.
3: <laughs> I don't understand why working out so hard. Uh, um, yeah,
0: none of them are really wild on me, so I don't know if anyone else is interested in what's all's offering. I mean, he has other stuff, but it's the only stuff that's like yeah, anywhere within reason for you to get to. I don't have a whole lot of leverage, so Ugh. All right, well, thank you for your time. I guess if anyone else wants to certainly I'm happy to do business with anybody else who has. Shins to spare?
1: Nah, I ain't got no money, man. Ain't me. Are you interested in buying things at all?
0: Depends on what you're offering.
2: I'll pull out one of my oddities. It's a glass ball filled with fluid through which swims a bloodshot eye, trailing its nerve endings. Hmm,
0: that's interesting. He takes a look at it and he starts looking over it. He's like, "I'd offer you fifty shins for this one." Insight.
2: I look at Dilly. <laughs>
0: So, Dilly, you will have an asset on this because you were a shop owner.
2: And I will assist him because I'm here, if that's
0: possible. Okay. So that is a six, then, Dilly, before any effort on your part. I will apply a level of efforts up to three. I roll six. Okay. You should be able to get 65 shins for this. He He wasn't pricing it down too hard, but he was doing, you know... A reasonable amount for business. He wasn't trying to screw you, but he was doing what's appropriate in a business setting for shopkeepers. What's typical? Okay.
2: Are you sure you can't just give a little bit more? We kind of got wiped out on our way here.
3: We are also working for Mama Jaren. How about sixty shins?
2: I'll kind of look at him a little bit, and then I'll hand him the the oddity.
0: He hands you back sixty shins.
2: Nope. A little bit of spending money. I don't think I'm going to get rid of any of my ciphers, but when we leave the shop, I'm going to give Dilly one of them.
0: Okay. So you guys leaving the shop and heading to the Magger's Beard?
4: Chacha goes where Nyx goes, because she's literally attached on her back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, still? Yes. Just like a backpack. Yes.
0: Uh, d- did you did you notice that, that she has a is that like a on her back? I mean Chacha?
4: On whose back? Chacha hisses at him. Just <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: like, "Oh God, okay." Um, uh, well, anyway, good luck. You no, know, here's everything I know, and he gives you like sort of a rough sketch of where he expected his contact to travel through.
1: All right, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll be back. Maybe, like, or we might die.
0: What? Why would we die? That's always a possibility in business.
1: I know. Yeah. He
0: nods to you and waves
1: goodbye. All right, guys, let's go.
0: That was a joke, right? You were just being funny?
1: No, man. I mean, life is fragile. Speaking of
2: life being fragile, um, Dilly, uh, you know, you used two cyphers the other day. Why don't you hold on to this one and I'll give him my flame hand, since he doesn't have any damage things. It's level three. A glove with a large metal device fitted over it. You can't use your hand, but it shoots fire. You can affect multiple targets that are in range to each other. So if you got a bunch of people like in close range, you could just...
0: Turn your hand into a flamethrower!
2: Dope. And then, just to note, my dudes, we should probably, while we're adventuring, if we kill more monsters, loot them! Sometimes they have ciphers, and I completely forgot because I was too busy being like, my face!
1: Oh yeah, dude, totally understand that. Like, you shouldn't feel bad.
2: I just think we should need to be starting being a little more resourceful for we're on the road and adventurous
1: for sure dude like i don't have any ciphers and that's a good point
2: i just have this one that tells lies that tells people why it's a lie or it tells me when people are lying but i have to put it on my head and it's kind of conspicuous but if we ever need to interrogate someone you know if we ever get the balls to interrogate mama jaren
1: okay
3: i think in the next few minutes we may need that i think what is what nix is
2: Going towards.
1: Ah, right. Um it says this First of all, I don't think that balls are a prerequisite for interrogation, dude, but
2: <laughs> What are we
3: what are we talking about?
1: <laughs> this <laughs> It
2: feeds on brainwaves associated with deception. When a creature that it is pointed at lies, the tips of the tendrils lay up and wave about. let activated, activate the device functions for ten minutes. Dope. So it's conspicuous is the real issue. Like maybe if we threw this dude over our shoulder and locked him in a room and could just tie him to a chair and interrogate him. But in the middle of a bar, it might not be great.
1: Well, that bar, it's like iffy if anyone will really care. But I think that we should maybe just like try to talk to him first and be like his friend. Her friend. My God.
0: (laughs) Reexamine your own biases, Stace.
1: I know. I do all the time. It's an
2: important part of the human condition or ab human condition in your
1: case.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, is being inclusive.
2: Uh.
4: <laughs> uh, also like, this is Alex speaking, but we could tear Chacha up and get her mind reading powers. Just saying. Yeah, that's true. How much, how much? XP do you need? No, I think I'm actually at it. I had to relook at my original character sheet. I've already tier- done three advancements, and now I got I need two more XP to do the next thing.
0: So, should we go outside and grind some levels?
4: Yeah. So, if we could just grind some levels, it's
0: not going to help you to grind levels outside. You have to discover
2: things. Shh. Guys, let's go. Uh... Let's just go southeast.
1: Let's just go discover
2: ourselves. <laughs> Let's try to find this location on this carefully drawn map that he gave us.
1: Well, that's north, but
2: west. Or do we want to go, so caravan first and then the lady?
1: No, the lady first, because she's here in town and, and has probably answered. Oh, the other lady, Stannis. I
3: think Clemuel first. She also to her
1: has first. a telepathic ray gun. What did you think her name is? Clemule. Is that
2: accurate?
3: Yes. It's <laughs> <Cool. laughs> Clemule, Stannis, and then some bullshit in the Dark Hills.
2: Okay, so Glemule with a G Clemen- or a C? C. Like Clementine, but like Molecule and Clementine
1: combined. Yes. Alright, let's go to the to the bar.
0: Okay, so you go to the Mager's Beard. It is a rough and tumble place. It is not quite as bad as the Queen's Spittoon. The windows at least seem to have been repaired somewhat recently, although they are very dirty. And as you go in, you can see a rough crowd. There aren't many people in at this time of day. Most people are home, asleep. You see really only one person sitting at the bar drinking. And it is a middle-aged woman with dark brown hair, with lines of grey through it and she is tossing back shots of some sort of liquor over and over again. She has a bottle sitting next to her that she's just filling up. Just
1: going for it. Nick's comes up to the bar next to her with she sets Chacha down on a stool
0: for this Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. The bartender wanders over and looks he's like, uh can I get you something?
1: Uh yeah, hang on. Italia. Yeah? Oh, you got any shins?
2: Yeah, and I'll uh, slide her uh, ten.
1: Thanks, dude. Yeah, whatever you're already serving.
0: So you're looking for the, the house brew? Sure. Okay. How many?
1: Guys, do you want drinks?
0: Sure. Uh-huh.
1: Cha Chacha? Chacha vigorously shakes her head. No. No? Uh, you want a drink? Nick says and points to Clemuel, or who I assume is.
0: The one looks at you and says, I'm good. We had enough here.
1: All right. Three drinks, please. Okay.
0: That'll be a shin. Here you go. And uh, the bartender goes, and she fills three glasses of the house brew and brings it back to you guys.
1: Thanks. Appreciate it. Really could use a rest. Oh, my God. On the way in, we encountered some warm-offs. It was pretty gnarly.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. And she wanders off to, to another side of the bar and begins scribbling on a piece of paper. You're not exactly sure, but it looks like some sort of puzzle. Maybe it involves numbers. Sudoku. (laughs) Could be. It's something involving numbers in a grid. (laughs) She's very intent on it.
1: Alright, well. Ready to split the party? Very welcoming here. What up, Chacha? What were you going to say? So, are you taking
4: the one drinking or the one serving?
1: No, nah, I don't know if we need to fight right now.
4: No, one of us interrogates one, the other goes the other way. Hedge bets. You get information from one, and then we find out from the inf- same information from the other, so we can compare and see who's lying.
1: You think that they both know? I mean, like, the bartender might not know anything. Well, if Lemuel comes drinking
4: here all the time, all talks. So if did Clemuel
1: wander away, or is like she's sitting right here? She's still
0: sitting there working.
1: Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. So if Clemuel talks
4: and lies to you, we talk. One of us talks to the bartender
1: and see if Clemuel lies. Cool. That sounds like a good plan. What do you think, Clemuel?
0: Really? Okay. She looks up from her drink and looks over at you and says, Do I know you?
1: Nah, man. Uh, actually, that's a good point. My name is Nyx. Uh Sometimes people call me Snicks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the crew, Italia, Cha-Cha, and Dilly. Uh, hmm. Yeah. We're contractors. Italia's like baseball. Uh, is ashamed of something right now. I'm not really <laughs> sure what it is. She does that sometimes. Can't imagine. I can hardly imagine it. I see it literally every other day, <laughs> minimum. But like, you ever rolled with a crew? Like, sure. Shit's weird. Sure, I have. Yeah. What do you, What do you do? What do you, What are you into?
0: Are you trying to be deceptive, or are you just trying to be social?
1: Social, trying to make a connection. So kind of both, I guess. I think you could make an argument.
0: Okay. Give me a twelve social roll.
1: Okay. So nine. And then I'm going to ooh, spend almost half of my intellect pool <laughs> <laughs> to make it a six. And I got a not six. <laughs> I get? got a three.
0: Mm. Unless you want to spend XP.
1: Am I ever going to tear up anyway? What even are tears? Ah, no.
0: Okay. So she looks at you and says, maybe, maybe not. Everybody does different things during the course of their life.
1: That's so true.
0: And she pours herself another shot and drinks it.
1: Oh, you like liquor.
4: Chacha's gonna, like, hug on Nix's sleeve. What? Maybe you should talk to the bartender. You're not doing well here.
1: <laughs> alright. you think so. I don't know if I'm whispering loud enough, so alright, if you think so.
4: Chacha just assumes this is, like, Lone Shark guy where, for some reason, there's been, like, a weird misunderstanding, and they would be best friends if somebody hadn't missaid a word. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Chacha's gonna go sit at, like, right next to Lemuel. Like, uncomfortably close, I think.
0: So she gives you the side eye and says, you know, there's a whole bar here to sit at.
4: Yeah, but you're gonna trade me information, so why would I sit anywhere else?
0: makes you think I'm going to do that?
4: Because I'm adorable.
0: Okay, so give me a social roll (laughs) of (sighs) 12.
4: Well, guess what? She is adorable with a 17.
0: Okay. So it's, it's interesting. What kind of information are you looking for? And more importantly, what information do you have to trade?
4: Are there any horrors around?
0: Ooh, good question. Evens or odds?
4: Let's go even.
0: Stace, roll die. Tell me if you get even rough. Odd. Yeah, so you don't see anything significant, just the usual centipedes.
4: I can tell you where the centipedes are on your body right
0: now. What, What centipedes are you talking about?
4: They're just going in and out and in and out. You tell me about the caravan and I'll tell you about the centipedes.
0: I don't want to talk about the caravan.
4: What do you want to talk about?
0: Honestly, how good this whiskey is.
4: You want to talk about before the caravan or after just not the caravan
0: she looks both ways and go ahead and give me another social roll. 12 this time you'll have an asset so it'll be a nine i
4: think i'm gonna put effort into it just in case good idea this is intellect right yep i have one edge so that brings it okay just wasting my mind here getting an 18
0: Okay. She says, all I know is, afterwards, I came here, found my way to a bottom of the bottle, and as long as they keep bringing the bottle to me, I'm happy to stay here.
4: But that's not your mission statement. You're supposed to help the people.
0: You don't know anything about my mission statement. i
4: are supposed to help humans and app-humans.
0: Listen, I tried to help people. I don't really even know who you are. Who are you?
4: I'm ChaCha, and I'm going to change the world. Okay.
0: So, nice thing. But who are you? Like, uh, yeah, how do you even know about a caravan?
4: The caller sent us to help, so you get a second chance.
0: <laughs> she laughs for a moment, and then there's, like, you can see she's actually, like, choking back a sob. And she says, I I did everything I could. I I told them not to touch it. I told them to leave it alone. Just keep it in the wagon. And they didn't listen. I did everything... I could, and I'm, I'm just lucky I got away. And I, I'm, I'm not going back there. I'm telling you, I'm not going back there. I don't care how important it is. I'm not going back there after what I saw.
4: Chacha gets out her little map and says, "We'll go there, and you'll help us fix it by telling us how to get there. And then you'll done everything."
0: So give me a social role It's going to be with an asset. It's going to be a nine.
4: Fourteen.
0: I picked them out myself. I vetted them all myself. We went to Baldruff. We picked the shipment like we were supposed to. It was fine. We picked up three statues that we were supposed to, and we went the way we were supposed to. They were they were good. They were all good. But I told them not to touch any of them, and and then they touched them, and and then it was just the grove, and it was they were gone. There's nothing left. Just the gruff. And we girl over there, and then all I could hear was these, and I, I ran, I ran as fast as I could, and I found my way back here, and I found my way to the bottom of the bottle, and I, I, I believe in it. I believe in the mission. I, I did not sign up for this. And she takes another shot.
4: Chacha's gonna nod and then say, "My friend Italia said that the wrong horrors." They keep making the same choices over and over again because fate. Maybe it's fate you would be here for us to come find so we could make it all right. And then you can keep helping.
0: Maybe. It's not very comforting, Chacha.
4: I've got friends on the other side who will tell me what to do. It's fine.
0: <laughs> One of those, huh? Yeah, the color has got a soft spot for those. They all do. I won't go back there, Chacha. I'm, I'm out.
4: Then just like teach children or something. Make kids happy. That's still helping.
0: takes a deep breath and she takes another shot. And then she turns and she looks at you, Cha-Cha, with a very steady gaze. And she says, how can I do that? And I know what's out there. What's waiting for anyone that takes the wrong detour. I know that... I believe in the mission. I know what's coming, and I know what we need to do, but it's, it's too much. I can't, I can't pay that cost, Cha-Cha. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I thought I could, but I can't. And I know what that means for me, eventually, but I'm not sending anybody else to their death. They were good kids, Cha-Cha, good people, they didn't know any better. And. Who knows, they may not have been any more aware of what they were getting into than you were. I lost them. It was my mistake. And then she lowers her head for a second and takes up the drink.
4: It's better to be prepared and still die than be unprepared and wish you had better circumstances. You're going to die anyway. But the way you're drinking, the centipedes are going to reach your brain. And they're not, they're harmless right now, but if they make it to the brain, then you're just gone and no one can help you. So you need to help other
0: people first. She pauses for a moment and she says, honestly, what's keeping them at this point? And she leans over and she drags across the map that you presented at one point. And she leans over and she draws a circle of the dark hills. And she says, there's the grove. That's what's left of it. And uh, whatever gods there are, forgive me for telling you. But if you're after the shipment, this is where you'll find it. Now, uh, please let me drink in peace.
4: Chacha gotcha folds up her map and kind of just hops off the stool and presents it to Nyx like, go.
1: Thank you. There was this cat. I was looking at it. So what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nyx then copies it onto the map she got from Merrick, and hands hands ChaCha's map back mm-hmm. to her. She puts away the no no zone maps. All right, well, uh, anything else we need, ChaCha? Or
4: no, she's just gonna drink herself to death. We're good. Fuck yeah, good work, dude. You're fucking terrifying. <laughs> In a good way. I'm designed to be that and adorable.
1: Yeah, it really is a powerful combination, cha cha. Alright. Sweet. Well, guess I'll finish this beer.
0: You finish the beer. That's what you'd like to do.
1: It for next. I could use
2: a nap.
0: This place does have rooms.
2: Like I would like I wouldn't mind sleeping before we head out, I guess. Probably. That's a good idea.
0: So it's two shins per room. Each room has two beds.
4: Cha-Cha offers to pay and trade.
0: What is she offering to trade?
4: A performance.
0: Give me a social roll of time.
4: 17.
0: For performance, they'll give you one
2: room. I'll pay for a room. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tali will immediately go and collapse into bed with Jeski.
0: So Cha-Cha, please give me a performance roll. Your target is going to be a 12. 16. You earn an additional six shins from your performance from people tipping you. Woo! What is the performance that you're doing?
4: I think...
0: Keeping in mind you don't have Scorps anymore because they're all gone.
4: I know. I think she's, because she's going to take a nap soon anyway, she's going to use hedge magic to try and help, like, illustrate a tale. I can't remember what that person's name is, but Clemantha or whatever her name is. Clemuel? Yeah, Clemuel. <laughs> I think Chacha wants to, like, inspire Clemuel to not give up and kind of go with, like, the tale of, like, semi-tale of Chacha that she just wants to help people. Like, keeps getting, like, bucked down, but eventually she's going to help people and change the world.
5: Okay.
0: I would say Clemuel probably passes out drunk partway through the performance, but it is a good performance and that's what you earn your shins from. Because Clemuel's in a pretty bad yeah. place. Like turning her around from that is not gonna be
4: easy. Oh yeah. It's just she wants to put the little seed in there.
0: So you're all getting a full night's sleep in an inn, which means you don't have to keep watch, so everybody can do if they want, recovery rolls up to their ten hour.
4: Heckin yeah.
0: Before Clemuel passes out, it's kinda when
3: the party is dispersing a little bit. Can I ask Lemuel a question? You can try, sure. Uh, So Dilly's going to go up to her as compassionately as Dilly can.
0: It's going to go, hey, what is the door? She looks at you and uh, says, "Uh, uh, fucking contractors. (laughs) You have no idea what's coming. No idea what you've gotten yourself into. Mike, you told me. She grabs an extra shot glass from behind the bar, pours a drink and passes it too, says, Have a shot, little man. You're gonna need it eventually. Oh, Thanks. I guess we'll take it. So you guys have a night's sleep. Dilly. Okay. You have another dream. Oh, shit. And in this dream, once again, you open your eyes, you can't move, but you're in the warehouse. But on the other side of the room, you see... Somebody there against the wall. It's Polos, except that his body has been torn into three pieces. And you see a Sidra standing there saying, The first test went well. And then a huge, hulking figure of a man walks into view. He's easily seven feet tall, enormously muscular, and with all sorts of strange. Synth grafted against his neck. And he looks at Isidra and says, Well, it's one loose taken care of. I need a real test. She says, A little one? And we've already we've already done everything else we needed it from. It seems like a waste. And Minos looks at her and says, I need a real test. And Asidra pauses, she takes a step back, and she looks at you in the dream, and says, Well, now, I guess you have a new target. And and there's like a a chittering response from you. Let me tell you all about. a Adilipin Cret. And then your dream fades. And you guys all wake up the next morning. Fuck. (laughs) So you guys have woken up in the morning. It is up to you guys to decide. What are you guys going to do next?
2: Well, I would like to find some more provisions that aren't mushrooms before we leave. And then, I guess,
0: uh, the bar might have provisions. They do. It's, like, stuff that they prepare there. They're not going to have, like, provisions for the road. You'd have to go to a another store for that. Oh, damn. Let me put it this way. To fast forward through this, through, like, the logistics of stuff that's not, like, necessarily story-based, like, probably for about, like, five to six shins, you guys could get a very good larder for the journey of stuff that's, like, actually packaged for travel and ready to go.
2: Atalia goes for it. She goes hard for it. She's like, nope, I just like there's too many shitty things. Shitty food on top of it does not need to be one of them.
3: Uh, Dilly will give Natalia two shins towards that. Thank you. Okay, so you guys have a good
0: supply of food.
4: Chata doesn't see the hate towards the mushrooms. Like,
1: that's nature just giving you.
0: Because it's what she lived off of for years, honestly.
1: Yeah, Nyx doesn't buy any prepackaged trash. <laughs> Nyx doesn't want that garbage she buys like a couple basic ones just in case <laughs> true to
0: nix's privilege she only looks for or like organic solutions <laughs> like for stuff that she's
1: always
2: <laughs> herself uh, oh is all about it just because these guys are like mm, mushrooms berries i'm so excited i just want
1: to say that every morning when traveling you guys have like woke up and looked turned around for nix and she's been you know running back with jesky like hey
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's good yeah like N- Nicks has definitely been getting in her morning parkour runs jesky let's say this like the neighbors in the area have definitely talked about like the like strange woman who's been running along the buildings like along the buildings not just down the road <laughs> with jesky
4: in a hot dog costume. <laughs> you
0: know, at first we thought she was an echo, but she's far too solid for that.
1: Just for the run.
0: <laughs> Whenever she gets back, Jeski is very excited
1: to return to Italia. Yeah, there's no doubt. No doubt with her. <laughs> <laughs>
4: she's just the subcontractor for walks.
0: It's almost like Jeski has a relationship with Nyx that you wish you had.
2: Aww. Good jab burn. Woo! italia loves her life so much so much so much life
1: love i hope italia can find happiness i really do Uh,
0: okay so what do you guys want to do
2: got some dope provisions ruins hi are we gonna walk off into the sunset
1: i don't want to wait till sunset i think that we should get on the (laughs) road you know
2: well yes let's leave now so we can beat that sunset.
3: I think the Dark Hills are also in the south, so let's not go west. South Southwest. Southwest. Yeah. Not quite the sunset. Samson's got his map open. I just remember where the sunset. is. <laughs>
2: has an oddity for that. Also, since I slept, would I have teared up then? Sure. Or do we want to do that next time? No,
0: go ahead and talk about what What did you tear up with as you slept.
2: I guess I haven't decided. I'm I'm stuck between Flash and Hover for my esoteric. Ooh, they're both good. Beating Flash again. You create an explosion of energy at a point within close range. I feel like Hover goes better, though,
4: with, like, that super stanky spy aesthetic. Flash is kind of like
2: a look at me. Yeah, she's been hitting stuff hard, though. And I just don't see anything else that's, like, damage. Other than Flash.
0: Yeah, if you're going for damage, Flash definitely sounds like the nano choice.
2: Actually not that much damage, but it's like an area of effect. Well, I mean, like you'd hit more people.
0: That would make sense because there are, believe it or not, I think as a nano you would understand there are extra-dimensional creatures that are basically immune to direct attacks and only are affected by area of
2: effect.
4: So wait, would that area effect include us?
2: Maybe. Well, it doesn't explicitly say AoE, it just, it says it hits everything within a range. That
0: means your companions as well,
2: yeah. Blast inflicts two points of damage to all creatures or objects within the area. Okay, fine, I'll just do hover. No, you guys
4: can do flash, I'm
2: just like, okay, we can plan this. I've already got started
3: Talia for life, so.
2: No, yeah, I think she'll do hover. And I wanted something else that, like, went kabam, pow. You could do flash. Yeah, we're not stopping you.
0: It makes sense to me that Italia would be looking for something that's offensive.
2: I could do it within close range, and then it affects an area up to immediate range from that point. So as long as I can see the location where I'm intending to intent the explosion. there you go. Makes sense. says Okay. I will do flash then. I just figured I would
4: ask that question so we didn't get the surprise. Guess what just happened?
2: Yeah, and she will get. She can also see in the dark. As I see in the dark, I see in total darkness as though it's dim light, and in dim light, I see as though it's bright light, a regular light.
4: No, my brain's just like. So wouldn't flash super blind, Atalia? Because they're for fact of nature. It's called eyes
2: adjusted.
0: Yeah, she's like really good at keeping with that.
2: Okay. And then I also have superb infiltrators so I can do lock picking and tinkering with devices in an effort to make them work or at least work for you. Okay.
0: What are you guys gonna do? Ruins. Pick up some breakfast burritos on the way out of town. There are definitely some great burritos on the way out of town. They're mostly insectoid, but they are delicious and savory. Like, the way they spice them in Shalmas is... For Nix, it's sort of like she's missed it. It's like been sort of like her late night drunk food when she was in college. But for the rest of you, it is a revelation in the way they spice these breakfast burritos.
3: Oh yes. you know I couldn't get street food back in uh, Sharmant because wanted, but oh
0: fucking great, love it because it's amazing. The meat is spiced in a way that kind of gives it a bite. But it also has this cream sauce on it that's not unlike tzatziki sauce. So it's as if you were, once again, if you were drinking late at night and coming out and getting, hitting up a euro stand, <laughs> A really good one.
4: Hell yeah. I'm hungry now.
0: All right, which way are we going? I say to the people with the map. What are you guys doing? Are you going to where the missing agent was or are you heading to the caravan?
1: Vaguely the same direction or not?
0: They're close. They're not exactly the same direction. You would have to, at a certain point, you'll have to choose one way or the other. They're probably, depending on how far off, like, you don't know how far the operative along her path. So it could be that they're a day apart. It could be multiple days apart.
2: Well, let's do the one we came for, huh? Yeah, I go for uh,
3: Mama Jared yeah. Quest. Just because we have a location for that and...
2: A timeline.
3: That too.
4: Chacha, like, repeats the story that Clemuel told her, like, to kind of go, hey, this is what we're dealing with, because she's not sure how much everybody else heard. That is kind of horrifying. Good point.
3: Yeah, I tried to ask her what the door was. She knew we were contractors, so that was annoying.
2: I'm really over these people, like, not just being clear. I don't know.
1: I mean, I kind of feel like they're paying us to do a job and that they don't have to tell us everything. You know,
4: asking questions can be tricky.
2: Yeah, they just uh, unpended my life, sort of. So, was that Guardians
3: of Night's Hope, or was that really just the handlers being shitty? Seems like the handlers are more, mostly shitty. I
4: think that was the handlers being shitty.
0: Was <laughs> it <laughs> just Italia make decisions on her own? <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that out loud.
2: Did you guys hear that pigeon? Italia
1: just keeps walking. Just keeps walking. Talia never wants to talk about anything, ever.
2: That's because every time she tries to express her feelings, it's not in the way that you guys want her to, so then you beat her up for it, and then she's like, right, I shouldn't express my feelings. What?
1: What? I feel like you drop bombs and then refuse to talk.
3: (laughs) Dilly's been open. Dilly's been talking and taking Talia seriously, I think.
4: I'm just going with the theory that Chacha doesn't understand most normal emotion she's just like, I don't understand what is happening. <laughs> this isn't as simple as Lone
2: Shark Guy.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So you guys are going towards where Clemuel well directed you, right? Walking and talking the yes. whole way.
2: hmm
0: It takes you a few days to follow this path. You know that there's a town along the way, but even before you see it, you can see the town, but to the south you see where the spot is that glimmer all called the grove. And you see this copse of... They look like trees, except they're mostly transparent. They're made of sort of a translucent material. It would be... It looks almost like strong glass, but it's not as clear as strong glass. Chacha shoots it
4: with a dart thrower. Really? Yeah. Worked for the spiders.
0: Okay, so give me... It's pretty easy to hit, so with your light weapon, it's only a three. Okay. Question, Danny, saying the growth? The grove. What did you get, Alex?
4: Got a ten.
0: Okay, so one of your darts hits one of these translucent trees and embeds in its side. Hmm.
2: So the trees are real.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah is the clear thing Numenera-based? Can I examine it and see if I can see what's going on?
0: You have to get closer than that.
2: Uh, Darts are range.
0: you have to be pretty close.
2: Okay, can I look around to see if there's any obvious danger in approaching it?
0: Give me a perception roll of nine.
2: Okay, and I'm trained in perception. That's a four.
0: You don't see anything.
2: Okay, um, I will gingerly approach and try to examine what's going on here. Okay.
0: You see the dart in the side of this translucent tree. It's of a material that you don't recognize. Okay. It's synth-like, but not synth. Give me another perception roll. Your target is six.
2: Well, I rolled a six.
0: In this grove of trees, you see something that looks dark and red amongst these trunks. Does it look like liquid, or...? You'd have to approach to get more idea. Okay.
1: I
2: guess I, if I can't examine it from here, I will approach closer to see what it is.
0: Okay. It looks like one of these translucent trunks, but you see it embedded through the body of somebody who appears that at least they were once human. They have tan skin and blonde hair, and they are nobody that you recognize. But you see, it's like like the trunk is embedded through their body, and like there are tendrils of their branches that are running out the sides, in fact, running in and out of their arms, holding them as if they're in some way almost crucified, but deeply through this branch.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And as you're staring at them, that head lifts up, and they open with bloodshot eyes, and they look you in the eyes with such focus. And they say in a raspy voice, kill me. And that's where we'll end this episode. Damn.
2: Oh, okay. Lovely.
0: Nyx. Is there anything that stuck out to you for Nyx for this
1: episode? Thanks. I felt like Nyx wasn't very effective during this episode. Uh I like when Nyx does talking. I think we've I've said that before. I'm trying to think of anything that discovering the echoes, what they were. Was pretty awesome. So that uh, was real cool. And still still noodling on that one. So, <laughs> Cool.
0: We have a segment that we do every week called Player Intrusions, where we tell you about something that you should check out, and we will even offer you an XP for it. This week it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out?
1: All right, I'm going to offer our listeners an XP to check out the Cipher Unlimited Discord server. Cipher Unlimited is a community around the Cipher system. Real cool crew over there. Uh, we actually did a interview with them. Gosh, it's mid June, so
3: beginning of June, I think.
1: Beginning of June. On our YouTube channel but just a real cool crew. In the on the Discord server, you can talk about any variation of the cipher system that you want to. It's all on there. I played Vert for the first time through like a, a game uh, that was organized through the server. There are always GMs looking for groups for one-shots or campaigns. So if you're looking for cipher games, like that's definitely worth checking out. You're going to be able to hop in and try it out with a one shot. So, uh, and like I said, the community, I think it's managed really well. It seems to be, you know, very inclusive and welcoming and yeah. So if you like the cipher system at all, if you like talking to people about the cipher system, if you just want to learn more about the cipher system, go to the cipher unlimited discord, you can, uh, which we'll put a link, Daniel, I'll find the link or you can get the link yourself. Cause we're both members. Who else is? are we all?
5: I think so.
0: Marietta's definitely in there. Samson's in there.
1: That is the place to be to to check out and learn more and hang out with other people who like Cypher. Cool.
0: I mean, I've been a member for a long time, and there's a lot of traffic in there. It seems like they've got games going on all the time, so if you don't have a group that you're working with, not everybody's as lucky as we are to have a group that does Cypher as easily. They, can, they have one shots going on all the time and it's a great way to dip your toes in or especially for me as a gm i've reached i've joined them multiple times to ask questions about what to do for certain situations it's a little more complicated now that my players are part of it (laughs) it's a great server and they do a good job the interview we had with them was really fun
1: it was a lot of fun yeah, just the the ability to find games. I feel like that's the hardest part of being a, a tabletop RPG fan and I've played more than one one-shot through there. I'm always looking. It's just a matter of schedule, you know, but I've been able to find a few that fit right with my schedule, so plays with some really cool people. Just check it out.
0: Absolutely, great pick. If people wanted to reach out to us to tell us about what they thought about the podcast or even if they're a Cypher Unlimited member. want to tell us about what they love about the community. How would they do that, Marietta?
2: Oh, man. The best place to start would be our website, which is explorerswanted.fm. And there's links to all of us on there. But we are active on Twitter at Explorers Wanted. And we have Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. And Facebook, Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then we have Patreon now. and We're Explorers Wanted on there. We would love it if you would come support us if you are able. and then. The biggest place that you will really get good interaction with us is our Discord server. We're very active in there, and we love to have new people to interact with because we're lonely and like attention.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, we would deeply appreciate it if you would consider supporting us on Patreon. If it's within your financial means, if not, we totally get it. If you like the podcast, honestly, the best thing that you could do for us is tell a friend and tell them, why you like the podcast and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do for us is to leave us a rating and review on a podcast directory Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Stitcher, any of those things, anything that allows you to leave a review, especially a written review. That really helps us build an audience, which is, I can't emphasize, so critical in these early days of a podcast. We really want to make sure that we build a strong community of cool people that listen to the podcast and honestly can dig the story that we're telling and dig Numenera and the cipher system. If you don't like the podcast, if you didn't like today's episode or you didn't like it in general, well, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. You have to understand, time travel is complex and I have crossed an abyss of time to find you, to get past this next bit. If my history is right, it should be you that this applies to. Get a pad of paper or notebook and a pen that writes smoothly. After sun sets and the gloaming has faded to darkness, take a seat at your dining table and turn off the light. Without looking at the paper, allow your hand to move at its own inkling, letting the spirit of the room move your pen freely. You may have a message at the end of it, in which case... You didn't let go enough and try again. You'll know it's right when you see a strange glyph. It will be blocky with few curves, but you'll see the obvious symbolic inspiration for the sigil by the time you turn back on lights. Now take that piece of paper and keep it with you for a year. Don't lose it and do not let it become damaged. It needs to be kept pressed against your skin. This is the only way that you'll be safe. If you need to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Angelic, A-N-D-R-L-I-K.
1: You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu.
0: You can bother me at Slant Potato.
1: You can tell me what is
4: dog at Realty Unicorn.
2: And I have a Twitter that I should use more, and it's at I'm on a Hike.
0: Okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good night. We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good day, and bye!